0: Hello, Unprisoned listeners. Thank you so, so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. There's one thing that you can do for Unprisoned, which is go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and leave us a review. We are actually winding down the first season of Unprisoned, and reviews like yours can really help ensure that we have a second season because they'll help other people find Unprisoned. So do it now. Thank you so much, and on with the show.
1: A family member that's in jail. Well, my uncle, he's in Angola. My stepdad, he's in
2: jail. My dad, like, he's in jail. My uncle in jail.
3: My brother, him being in jail is hard for me because it makes me so emotional.
0: Over the last 40 years, as incarceration has surged across the nation, so has the number of children with a family member in prison. According to the Annie E. Casey Foundation, the number of children with a father in prison rose 500 percent between 1980 and 2000. Over five million of today's children have had a parent imprisoned at some point during their childhoods. This is Unprisoned. I'm Eve Abrams. For at least two generations, New Orleans has locked up so many of its people that the city's incarcerated more per capita than any other city in America. This has affected New Orleans workforce, its neighborhoods, and the children in its classrooms.
3: The hardest part is like finding out what he said or like when
2: his court days. Yeah, he went to jail on my first birthday. And when he got arrested, he was arrested out there. My dad works As a guard, he saw my uncle in jail. He's in there for life.
0: These young people attend New Orleans Charter, Math, and Science High School, Sci High for short. I'd come to an English class at Sci High to play stories about mass incarceration. As we discussed the stories, student after student, roughly a third of the class, casually mentioned having a loved one behind bars. I noticed the same sort of pattern in all the New Orleans classrooms I visited.
3: Dear big brother. I'm making a big 16 this year, LOL. Guess I'm not a baby anymore. You still taking me to prom? I really miss you. You're the only guy that kept it real with me.
0: Anissa Christmas just finished her sophomore year at Sci high. high. She tries to keep in touch with her incarcerated brother through letters.
3: I have some good news. I won first place in science fair. I'm a geek. We're going to regionals. Can't you believe it? High school is going by super fast. In less than two years, I hope you'll be able to see me walk across the stage. I thought the right to you because I know it's and enough.
0: One of Vanessa's schoolmates is Joel Williams. Joel's 15 and also just finished her sophomore year.
4: Just recently, my little brother found out that my dad was in jail. He was just sitting there and he was just thinking. So I asked him, you know, what you're thinking about? What's going on through your mind? You know, tell me. He was like, is that why he don't talk to us no more? I was like, I guess. I guess that's why he doesn't talk to us. Then he got kind of confused and he was like, should I be happy? Like a few days after that, when I actually was thinking about it, I was like, well, I guess he took it the same way that I did. I was kind of relieved to know that he wasn't choosing not to talk to us. You know, cause like, that's what I thought. At first I was like, oh, I guess I should be happy that he isn't like choosing not to talk to us. You know, like he doesn't have a choice. At least in my mind, I can like say, he does want to talk to us, he's just in jail and he can't.
0: The federal correctional system has started asking prisoners at intake about their children, but the Louisiana state system still has no mechanism in place for tracking who and how many are impacted. So it's hard to understand the scope of this issue in our communities and schools. One of the critical factors that shapes whether prisoners and their children will succeed in the future is whether they can maintain ties during the parents' incarceration. But that can be difficult. Prisoners can only call home through phone calls that cost 20 to 30 times more than regular calls and are made using prepaid phone cards, which the prisoner's families have to purchase. So financially strained families often forgo talking on the phone, which is why thousands of families continue to stay in touch, mostly through letters.
2: Hey, my baby, daddy loves you dearly. I received a recent picture of you, and I have to say you look beautifully beautiful. I know you're a big girl now, but no matter what, when, where, or how, you will always be my little bunny. Keep up the good work, your mother was intelligent like that too. I can't believe my baby is a genius. <laughs> I'm so proud of you.
0: Tajay Willoughby's father writes her from Colorado, where he's currently serving time.
2: Tajay, no matter how things may seem, always remember, I got your back, and you have my support in all that you do and anything you want to discuss, feel free to do so. I'm really easy to talk to. However, about the same time next year, I'll be home, comforting and being there for you like a loving father is supposed to. P.S. Did you know that nothing rhymes with orange? Yours truly, daddy's dearest.
0: After Jewel Williams' mom and dad got divorced nine years ago, she still saw her dad all the time. They had sleepovers, and her dad brought her an ice cream cake every year on her birthday. He always remembered to bring her favorite, vanilla.
4: My dad always was in and out of jail, I guess for child support, you know, that kind of stuff. But you know, like it was always just a small amount of time, though. Know? you know, he would be in jail, he would tell us, I was in jail for not giving money to your mother and everything, he would always tell us that, but it wouldn't be that long.
0: But after Jewel's 12th birthday, her dad became more distant. Eventually she and her brother stopped seeing and hearing from him at all. After her older brother told Jewel their father was locked up, his silence was easier to understand. Years later, their mother told Jewel her father was in jail for drug charges. Jewel's parents went to high school together. They started dating in their sophomore year, the same age Jewel is now, and they got married as soon as they graduated. Jewel's mother works as a security guard. She puts on a uniform every day, complete with a badge and a holster. And in Jewel's 15-year-old mind, even though her mom doesn't work in a prison, she thought a lot about her mom's job of keeping order, side by side her dad being in prison.
4: It's just, just weird, you know? Like, when you actually do think that they grew up together and they got married and they've been married for so long and they had so many children together, how could they, like, drift apart? So, like, they go down two different roads
1: Hey, my love. As always, thank you for the letter. It is great to get many in here and even better when it's from you, love. The way to be the best you can be five years from now.
0: Jalen Crosby's father OPP, writes, OPP, writes her from OPP, the, right OPP, the New, Orleans New Orleans jail, in where he's that serving a year. Changes. In
1: the letter, you say you sent two books. When did you send them and what are the names of the books? Hopefully, they will reach me because I am desperately in need of reading material. I mean, seriously. Thank you so much for the thought means a lot, baby. Baby, I Big boy have to ask you something. Still looking ugly.
0: I miss a Christmas, really writing crazy. to her brother.
1: I hope when you
3: get out, you do right, because I don't want to communicate with you like this forever. I miss you smiling your dumb jokes. I miss you saying things and protecting me. I'm going to put some paper behind you so you can write me. Then to a paper me pen, little sis, I hope you keep my letter. P.S. Why you so ugly? P.P.S. I love and miss you.
0: Anissa keeps her brother's most recent letter in her bedroom.
3: I have it sit there in the mirror, and it's right there behind my tiara. Every year, I wanted a tiara, and he tried to help me make a wooden tiara. He helped me paint it and put glitter on it. So I keep it right there behind it. I just read it over and over, because I could imagine him sitting down on the bed, and I could just see him writing, and I could hear his voice.
0: Jalen also keeps the letters from her dad in her bedroom. They're in her closet on top of her dresser.
1: Because I always go in here, so I will always see them if I want to read them. And, and when he send me some, I just put them right there. It's nice saying that he send me stuff, and that even though he's, like, far away, I still get to, like, see him and talk. Well, not see him, but imagine him and talk to him it's about stuff.
0: Do you feel like you miss him more when you see the letters or when you don't see them?
1: When I see them. 'Cause it tells me like, oh he's not really out doing something, he's stuck. Yeah, has no freedom.
0: It reminds you of that. Mhm. Would you rather get the letters or not get them?
1: Get them. Because I wanna know how he's doing. And I wanna talk to him.
0: Unprisoned is brought to you by WWNO and Finding America, a national initiative produced by AIR with financial support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Unprisoned's theme music is by Greg Schatz. Our editors are Vicki Merrick and Katie Rechdahl. Learn more about Unprisoned at www.wno.org and facebook.com-unprisoned. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a review there. It helps. This is Unprisoned. I'm Eve Abrams.